This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. The What Are You Reading podcast is brought to you by Belinda Audio. Hi everyone, Cheryl Argle here. This is our podcast, What Are You Reading? Our followers know that we have our popular What Are You Reading Facebook Live every Thursday at 2pm. We decided to keep asking that question over the summer with this podcast and some amazing guests. So buckle up and let's talk about what we are reading. Jodie McAllister, welcome back to Better Reading. Oh, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Now, you were at our Melbourne dinner, weren't you? you I was indeed at your Melbourne dinner. It was on the release date of my book here for the right reason. So it felt like a big celebration just for me. Oh, absolutely. We were launching your book, weren't we? It was such a fun night. Do you know, I remember thinking um, with that dinner, so it was a bunch of authors, um, including yourself, and it was post-COVID. It was really soon after COVID and, well, you know, lockdown, COVID's still going. Um, But anyway, I invited 20 authors, I think it was. I can't remember, but around 20. And I thought, oh, you know, if we get 10, we'll be lucky. (laughs) Did we all say yes? Because there was about 20 people there. I think we got 21. It was one (laughs) uninvited person who came as well. It was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Oh, me too. Yeah. So Jodie is an author of romantic fiction. She's also an academic whose research focuses on the history of love, sex, women and girls in popular culture and in fiction. It means that reading romance novels and watching The Bachelor is technically work for her. You lucky thing. She's also (laughs) the author of Here for the Right Reasons, Can I Steal You for a Second, and her latest, Not Here to Make Friends, which is out in January. I love the fact that you immerse yourself in romance because what a good place to be. And also, too, I think Jane was telling me that you did research around bonk busters. Tell me about that. Yeah, so in my, I kind of have two lives. There's my author Jody life and my Dr. Jody life. Yeah. And they really intersect because in my Dr. Jody life, I study romance. But my research partner, Dr. Amy Burge at the University of Birmingham, and I have been doing this big project about bonk busters. So for people who don't know what those are, they're those kind of sexy books from the 80s by authors like Jackie Collins and Jilly Cooper and Shelley Conran and Judith Krantz. So we've had the most wonderful time diving into the world of bonk busters. And we've actually done some focus groups with people who were reading them in the 70s, 80s, 90s. We did some in Australia last year and we did some in the UK this year. And next year, the kind of next arm of our research is we're having a bonk buster book club where people are going to read Lace by Shirley Conran with us. The book made famous by one, the goldfish scene and two, the line, which one of you bitches is my mother? (laughs) Love it. Do you know, often people, when they're reading something that they like, like a romance, or they're reading a really good crime novel or really good commercial fiction novel, they'll call it a guilty pleasure. Mm. And in a way, I think that's a negative connotation. 100%. Yeah. Don't you think? Don't you agree? Yeah. Like, why, why is it guilty? I don't understand that. 
I mean, often I think it's because their genres, uh, whether this is accurate or not, but largely aimed to and assumed to be read by women. And of course, women should feel bad about everything. Um, But there should be no guilt in reading these. If you want to sit down with your Jackie Collins, you should sit down with your Jackie Collins. And this is something we've seen come out in our research, people having this reflective moment where they were like, oh, I felt, you know, it was something I kept secret that I read these books, but actually they were great. And I had a great time reading them them and people are starting to be much more willing now I think to to own what they find enjoyable which is something that I think is delightful yeah 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 so what do you find enjoyable what's on your reading list what are you going to read this uh this holiday so I've got sort of two streams. One okay. is some blockbusters. Of course you do. <laughs> of course. Well, it's because I have two identities. I have to have yeah. two yeah. reading lives, so I'm going to alternate. Okay. I've got a lot of blockbusters to read. Yeah. I've got a lot of Jackie Collins to read. Um, I've got the new Jilly Cooper to read, Tackle. Um, obviously, I'll be rereading Lace for the book club, so a lot of 80s books. But yeah. more recently, I am really, really passionate about supporting Australian romance novelists. Mm. Uh, we have some great romance novelists here, but so often we get kind of overshadowed by yeah, stuff yeah. from the US. And that isn't mm. to say that the stuff from the US isn't great, but I think it's super important to support our local authors. So in December, I've been doing something on my Instagram and TikTok that I've called the Australian Romance Advent Calendar, where I've been recommending a new Australian romance every day. And I'll do oh, that yeah. up to Christmas Eve. But there are a few new releases in the kind of Australian romance calendar category that I'm really excited about getting into. So I recently read Karina May's Never Ever Forever, which has just come out. The next book up on my TBR is Love and Other Scores by Abra Pressler, and which I think came out last week. And then there are a couple of other January releases that I'm really excited to get into. So The, Itali- the Italian Marriage by Jenna Lobianco and Love Just In by Natalie Murray, which come out at the same time as my Not Here to Make Friends. Oh, wow. There you go. Now, I don't know um, if you know Jane, who's fantastic and runs the office. She always gets signs me up for things and I don't really know about them until they're in in my calendar. And then she'll say, okay, and next week you're doing this, this and that. So one of the things she signed me up for is this fantastic initiative by Harlequin HQ called Love Comes to Town. It's so, so much fun. And I go wherever town is. So I think it was Lismore last time and Tamworth before. And I talked to a bunch of usually um, romance authors. And then she signed me up for uh, moderating or being the presenter at the, I think it's the Romance Writers Conference. I don't know if you've ever Oh, yeah, the that. Romance Writers of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, them. And I was up on stage and I had all this work to do and I was shitty. I was like, (laughs) Jane, (laughs) why me? Now, not surprising, I had a great time and I had my words. But do you know what I'm getting to is that they are a really fun bunch of people. Mm. There were about two or 300 people at that dinner and I am telling you, that room was electric. There was so much love and fun in the room. And, do you know, I'd not experienced that before. I really hadn't. And there's a real a love for even and respect for each other as authors, which I really, really felt heartfelt. 
Yeah, yeah. The Romance Writers of Australia conference is always wonderful. So I wasn't there this year, but I will be there next year, which I'm already excited about. But it's a, a wonderfully supportive organization, uh, but also I think a super professional organization. Oh, yeah. Like I've been to a lot of writers events, where, which have kind of been a little bit haphazard and loosely organized. Like Romance Writers are serious about their careers yeah. and you can yeah. get great advice there. Like if you were a beginner writer who is confused mm. by the industry, even if you don't want to write romance, it's a really good conference to go to because they have so much really like practical advice mm, mm. well the dinner was only part of the night night and, and I was only there for that but a lot of people told me what you're telling me that it's just yeah. such a good um conference but do you know what else too which I absolutely love is everyone got dressed up people had tiaras oh, yeah. on <laughs> I, just, I loved it I really yeah. loved it it's like ah uh, Jane do you think we're going to be asked next year <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do go next year, the the event you want to go to for dress ups is the yeah. Friday night cocktail party. That okay. is when that is when the outfits come out, and there are yeah. prizes for the best outfit. Like yeah. the the dinner, there's some good outfits there, but the cocktail party is the one. Is the one, yeah. Now, what do you usually do? Do you go away? Do you what do you do around December, January, around yeah. the holidays? So I live in Melbourne, but my family live in Kiama in New South Wales. Oh, so I love I, Kiama. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, how yeah. nice. So um, I've got a lot of siblings and my parents are there. So I'm going to go up there in oh, about 10 days and we'll spend a lovely Christmas together, which would be really nice. And do you get a chance to kind of exit the family and go and read privately on the beach? Oh, <laughs> I find time. I mean, Christmas for me and my family is all about food. So we do a lot yeah. of cooking, a lot of eating a lot of drinking around Christmas and eating and drinking are some of my favorite things to do. So that is very That's nice. Right. But I do find time to read. Yeah. And you, do you come from a family of readers? Not really, actually. I am the daughter of two software engineers and then a couple of my brothers are tradies. One is a biochemist. Um, so we're not the the most literary family in the world, but some of them have read my books, which is very yeah. nice and flattering. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, so what else is on your list? Oh, so once I get through this kind of backlog of Australian romance, I mean, and bunkbusters, I'm going to be reading the collected works of Jackie Collins for quite oh, some time, yeah. I think. Do you uh, know she came over to my place once? What? Oh, my yes. goodness. Can you tell me that story? Yeah, I've got a photo actually. Um, yeah, she she came for an interview. We at the time we were doing video interviews. This is many years ago mm. now, and she came uh, to my house and we sat around. And I'll send you the photo. I um, love that. But you know, I loved her so much. But you know what I also loved about her? She mm. was so lovely to the crew and everyone around. Like, is equally generous to me, knowing that you know I was the interviewer. But she treated me no differently than she treated the others. I have yeah, a lot we, of respect for that. Yeah, we've heard that from a couple of people actually that we've talked to that that was very much kind of the Jackie vibe. Yeah. She, yeah, she was just delightful in that yeah, way. Yeah, she really was. And there was a beautiful gentleness about her. And she died of breast cancer, didn't she? Yeah, in 2015. Yeah, in 2015, yeah. I remember when I heard that news, just really being shaken by that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just lovely. Oh, and you know what? else she did she was talking to me about something I can't even remember what the conversation was and then she said oh well just send me the details and wrote her email down and her phone oh. number and just gave it to me Jackie. you know which is yes which is so unusual isn't it oh but there was such amazing. a trust yeah 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 I'll, I'll email you the photo oh anyway all right what else what else is happening yeah 
So, well, I'll be making my way through specifically the Simon & Schuster reissues of Jackie Collins because they've done these new editions with uh, forwards from contemporary uh, women's writers who have been really uh, kind of engaged with her work, which are really good. But a passion of mine, which comes from my Dr. Jodie side, but has really influenced my just kind of reading Jodie side, is I love a lot of the romance fiction that comes out of the Philippines. So there is a collective there called Romance Class, who are a a self-publishing collective who all kind of work together and team up to to put their books out. So they perform many of the functions of a publisher without actually being a publisher. And so in my academic life, my research partners, Claire Parnell from the University of Melbourne and Andrea and Trinidad from Ateneo de Manila in Manila, surprise, surprise, uh, have done a, a big project kind of interviewing people from Romance Class. We published a book this year called Publishing Romance Fiction in the Philippines. But oh. Wow. We have all genuinely fallen in love with these books. So I will be reading the latest romance class releases. I'm trying to remember which ones they are now. I've, I've just got their 2023 catalogue, which yeah. I'm super excited to dive into. I've done so much reading Australian this year, I've kind of missed my little Filipino group. <laughs> you did. Uh, that prompts a memory. Um, many years ago now, many, I was invited to the Ilbert Writers Festival in Bali. Mm, you, you've yeah. probably heard of it. It was the, just so excellent, um, except that I really didn't cope all that well with the heat. But anyway, getting back to the festival, I was invited, I was on a panel and I was uh, moderating the panel with children's and YA authors. Mm. And when I walked into the room, it was absolutely full to the brim with kids and mainly, yeah, mainly young adults like YA. So Mm. I I would say maybe 16 to 20-year-olds. They were sitting on the stairs, they were, you know, and I thought, oh, my God, the pressure's on. I mean, I was so nervous. I just didn't expect to see that many young people. Mm. And then while we're all sitting there blabbering away, and I don't know whether the other authors appreciated that, it got in my head that I wanted to know why they were here, why all of them are here, and what that what did they want from us. So I'm going to I'm going to throw it to the audience, and I'm going to find out why these people are here. And do you know the stories were so beautiful, but there was a common thread throughout all the stories was that they felt in their family in Indonesia they weren't just from Bali, they were from the region that they were the first generation of readers. Oh, wow. Their parents hadn't read for for whatever reason and they were the first generation of readers and they wanted to find out more. You know, they wanted to, they were devouring more. They wanted to know more about how stories come to life, how authors come to write stories. And do you know, I think there was a little bit of pushback from the authors initially, but once they heard their stories, we were all so engaged and so moved by Mm. it. Because culturally, reading is different wherever you go. Mm, mm. I mean, mm. in the in the Philippines, we found that there are they they love romance in the Philippines, and there are so many different kinds because of languages. So mm. different kind of groups will read English language romance. We were studying English language romance versus romance in Tagalog or in Taglish or in uh, some of the other kind of more regional languages. And so there were all these like incredible reading communities who almost didn't talk to each other at all. Uh, and it really makes you realize like sometimes we assume that what's going going on in the Anglophone, but especially the American publishing industry is true of the entire world. And it's not. There are these Mm -hmm. incredibly different ecosystems in different places. And so doing this uh, project on Philippines or Filipino romance has been a huge eye opener. Like if nothing Mm -hmm. else, I got to read some great books, but Mm -hmm. thinking about book cultures and reading cultures, it has been fascinating. Mm -hmm. 
All right, Jodie, we're out of time. Listen, you have a wonderful Christmas in Kayama. You too. Have a wonderful Christmas and New Year, and I hope you get to read as many books as you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I've got about 20 Jackie Collinses I'm going to get through. Well, I say get through. That sounds like it's going to be difficult. Uh, Jackie Collins is such a page turner. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'll send you this photo. Okay, you take care. Lovely to talk to you, Cheryl. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to give us a review. And if you love discussing books, check out our What Are You Reading merch, T-shirts, tote bags and more. Find us on the Better Reading website. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.